Hey there, I'm Lena Elkins, head coach and trainer at Lena Elkins Coaching. Welcome to Unfiltered, where we talk about real business, real marketing, and real transformation. This podcast is created for aspiring and growing online entrepreneurs who are investing their own capital, their own time, and their own energy into transforming their lives and companies, and are on a mission to multiply their income, influence, and impact fast. Welcome to Unfiltered, and I hope you love the episode. Hello, my friends. Lena Elkins here, and welcome back to Unfiltered, and thanks for tuning in to today's episode. It's going to be a whirlwind. I think this is going to blow a lot of your mind, so I'm excited to share what we're going to be talking about today, which is how we can rewrite stories that don't serve us by using the self-coaching model. I'm really excited to be tuning in with you guys today. This has been a crazy week, just diving back into work. Uh, Previous to that, I was in Mexico for about a week on a women's self-development retreat, which was great. A few of our clients were there. And before that, we were in Texas in both Austin and Dallas for about a week and a half, seeing some friends, doing some work stuff. It was a really, really good time. But this week, because I've been a little bit MIA, We are fully back in, and so I know I haven't uploaded a podcast episode in about two weeks. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but we are back, we are here, and again, I'm excited for today's topic, which is going to be about rewriting stories that don't serve us using the self-coaching model. And so what I find is that so many stories as entrepreneurs, especially as women, that we tell ourselves are so obviously not serving us, right? So many things, and I'll share some examples in a minute. But the thing is, when we stick to these stories, when we stick to these narratives, when we stick to these limiting beliefs and thoughts, it perpetuates this cycle, this self-fulfilling prophecy that's completely counterproductive to what we actually want. And there are so many different ways that we can package this concept and different ways of explaining it. And I certainly have my own, but on the retreat that I was just on, how they described it, uh, the two people that actually ran this event were Isabel Tierney and Danella Narker, um, who are both wonderful, incredible women and coaches. And how they explained it was by using this concept called the red zone. So if you imagine that there's a red zone, a yellow zone, and a green zone, the red zone is when we're telling ourselves these stories or these quote-unquote realities that simply limit us, that make us feel badly about ourselves and put us into this physical, emotional, and mental hellhole that we just can't escape. And often as entrepreneurs, we can catch when these negative thoughts come up. We can realize that we're in the red zone, right? The red zone is when we're stuck in these limiting beliefs and stories that make us feel down, that make us feel insecure, that make us feel less than, that make us feel not included or not accepted or not good enough. And most of us, I think, are pretty easily able to identify when we're beating ourselves up, especially as entrepreneurs. And I think that new entrepreneurs, though, specifically, so if you're new in your business, if you're just getting started and really building out and and articulating your vision, it's probably pretty easy for you to fall susceptible to these ideas. Things like, I'm a fraud and I'm not good enough or no one has bought from me up until this point, or I haven't gotten that many sales, so why would more people buy from me? Or I'm constantly behind, right? I'm I'm not ahead. 
or I'm embarrassed or I'm ashamed or what if people don't like me, right? Think about it. What ideas have you told yourself in the past that perpetuate this crappiness that so many people are living in? And I know people, by the way, that are living in the red zone their entire lives, okay? People who are constantly thinking and living and reacting from a place of being in this red zone. And what's fascinating is that when we tell ourselves these stories, even though they make us feel like crap, we somehow convince ourselves that it's a good thing to be so self-critical, that we're just being quote unquote realistic, right? That if we weren't believing these thoughts, something bad would happen to us, that those thoughts are somehow going to help us. And that's why we hold on to them. Our brains as humans, we're creatures of habit, right? And so it's really challenging for us to let go of these beliefs. But what I wanna talk about today is how all of these beliefs, all of these limiting thoughts and stories that you're so desperately holding on to are completely optional. These thoughts are optional. And if you run this through the self-coaching model, you're going to recognize that and realize how these negative thoughts and beliefs that you're holding on to are having a direct impact on the results that you're getting. And just a side note, how much of the time do we blame our results and our circumstances and how our lives look on everyone else, right? I can't tell you how many girlfriends will tell me, yeah, but I'm this insecure or I'm like this or whatever because my mom taught me to be that way, right? It's because of how I was raised that this is why I believe these things, right? Or no, I'm this miserable or I'm this upset because of how my boss treated me, right? We're so good at blaming everything on the external, but the results that we have, the realities, the circumstances that we live in are in a direct response, are directly caused by our thoughts, okay? So if you guys don't know about the self-coaching model, this is not a structure that was invented by me. Guys, just as I'm saying this, my next door neighbor decided to uh, mow his lawn. So I apologize that if you can, uh, if you can hear that in editing, we'll try to get rid of it. But in case you hear that, I apologize. But the self-coaching model is a structure um, that was actually created by Brooke Castillo, who is a mentor and teacher of mine. And it's a really good way to identify how your thoughts directly impact the results that you're generating in your life. So if you want to write this down, go ahead. But there are five core components to the self-coaching model. The first line is the circumstance, right? The thing that happened. The circumstance is what causes a thought. The thought is what causes a feeling or an emotion. And that feeling and emotion is what's going to cause and drive action. And that action is what is going to drive a result. So if you imagine line by line, there's circumstance, and then there's thought, and then there's emotion, and then there's action, and then there's result, okay? And the first step is to learn to identify the difference between a circumstance and a thought. Before you dive into the model and start trying to plug things in here and see how your particular results or your thinking or your emotions fit into this model, you have to understand the difference between a circumstance and a thought. Because without even realizing it, I find that so many people have no clear distinction of the difference between the two. Now, you're my thinking, well, obviously, there's a clear difference. I understand how there's a situation and then my opinion on it, right? But a lot of people think that they're the same thing. So I want to give you guys an example of what this looks like in real time and how even some of the most brilliant 
coaches and thought leaders and mindset experts can still fall into this trap. So just yesterday, actually, I was on the phone with one of our team members, one of our amazing coaches, and she was explaining to me what happened in a particular situation. And she didn't even realize how biased she was being within her own description of an otherwise very neutral situation. So she was explaining a situation with one of our clients, one of our members in our uh, mastermind. And I asked her, so what exactly happened with this member, right? What is the completely neutral circumstance that we're looking for? And she said, well, I'm just really worried about it because this particular client, he isn't keeping up with his program homework and he doesn't have time to do it. And the guy that she's working with is a software engineer. And so, you know, she was talking about how he's so busy in his full-time job and how that stresses her out because he doesn't have enough time to do the work. And she was completely convinced that that was the circumstance, that if anybody in the whole world looked at the situation, they would look at this client and they would say that he is overworked and he doesn't have time to do the work. And of course, that's a reason to worry. What she didn't realize is that that wasn't the circumstance at all. That was just a thought about it, right? The circumstance is the plain as day reality that if anyone in the whole world looked at it would agree. For example, that table sitting there is blue. There is a tree to the right of me. The woman is wearing a purple sweater. Things that anybody in the world, completely neutral, emotion or thought free would agree, that is the situation. The circumstance is never optional. There are no two ways to interpret a particular circumstance. The circumstance always stays the same, but it's the thought that comes after it that is always a choice. The thought that you think after you witness that circumstance is always an option. So again, I want you guys to remember the model here. There's the C line for the circumstance, the T line, the thought, the F line of feeling, the A-line, the action, and the R-line, a result. So what's so cool about the model when you're able to recognize that you have the power and the control over your thoughts and that your thoughts have a direct impact on your feeling and then your feeling generates the action and the action generates the result, then you can begin to switch out of that negative red zone and exchange it for a positive green story, green zone story. So for example, if you tell yourself, I'm always behind, what feeling is that going to generate? Think about it right now. Close your eyes for a second and ask yourself. If you tell yourself, I'm always behind, you're probably going to feel anxious. You might feel desperate. You might feel a sense of urgency. You might feel a tightness in your chest and in your body. You might suddenly feel lethargic. You might get tired and a little sluggish, right? And what action are you going to take when you feel that way? The action that you're going to take is A, no action at all, because a lot of people freeze in a place of tension, right? So they'll procrastinate. They won't do the work at all. They won't show up as the best entrepreneur and person that they can be. Or they will act really irrationally, right? And they'll start showing up as really desperate and separate themselves from the integrity that they would normally have in their business. No good action can come from that place of feeling, and it's certainly not going to lead to the result that you want. So if you tell yourself how crappy you feel after saying, I'm always behind, but you're able to switch out that story to, I have all the time in the world. There is no rush. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. How differently do you feel when you practice that thought? How differently do you feel 
when you say that out loud. Now from that place, then you're gonna feel good and then you're gonna be able to take the right action to generate the results. And so when you look at a result that you don't have right now that you want to have, or if you feel like you haven't, whatever you have achieved, if you feel like you're not happy in that place, work your way up the model. What action did you take to generate that result? What feeling did you have to generate that action, right? What thought did you have to generate that emotion, right? And then how could that, that emotion have been and that thought been completely different in order to change the circumstance? I know for myself that when I am thinking negative thoughts and telling myself these negative stories and experiencing these negative emotions, I simply cannot take good action from that place. In fact, I will typically avoid action altogether and I'll want to hide. When I'm feeling stressed, when I'm feeling tense, when I'm feeling desperate, when I'm feeling worried, all I want to do is be in my bed and watching Netflix. Nothing could good from that place. But when I can rewrite my story to something that makes me feel way better, I can take better, stronger action and I can get a way bigger and better result. Now, here's the thing. There's a little bit of a catch to this. Some thoughts aren't so obviously negative and limiting, right? Some thoughts are actually pretty sneaky. They might look really nice and innocent on the outside, but they're actually really hurting you. So as an example, this is something that one of our students said to me a few weeks ago, and it really caught me. She said, you know, I'm such a kind and supportive coach, and I just want as many people as possible to see that, right? Now, on the outside, that sounds really nice. She's a kind and she's a supportive coach, and she wants to be able to help as many people as possible. And like, how lovely does that sound, right? And on the outside, it might sound like she's being really confident, but she's actually trying to people please, right? She's actually going to show up as des desperate because she thinks that she can be signing a bajillion more clients than she currently is, right? It's a sneaky thought. Another example for me, I just went on this retreat with my mom to Mexico. It was awesome. And I went into it with this idea that I want her to have an amazing time. That sounds so nice and innocent, right? <laughs> I just want my mom to enjoy her life and I want her to have a good time. But what it actually meant, what it was actually implying, what I deep down was really feeling is that my happiness is dependent on her happiness. My happiness is dependent on how she chooses to show up. Show up. And that if she is enjoying herself and her experience, then it's on me. It affects me. It's my fault that how I feel about myself is dependent on her, right? It sounded like a very nice, lovely thought that I just wanted my mom to be happy from the beginning, but I was actually setting myself up for failure and disappointment. So think about that for yourself. What thoughts or ideas or stories do you tell yourself that might sound really innocent, but actually aren't serving you? Now, a really important reminder that I want to share with you, because when some people start thinking about this and trying on different thoughts to make them feel better, they say, okay, but Lena, that thought is wrong, <laughs> right? I'm like lying to myself. If I tell myself this other positive, yay, happy thing, but that's not really the truth. The thing with your thoughts is that there is no such thing as right or wrong, okay? Our thoughts are just opinions. So the goal isn't to find the right thought or the wrong thought. Those don't exist. The goal is to find the productive thought, the thought that actually feels good, the thought that's going to generate better action, the thought is that's going to get us better and bigger results. 
So when you can learn to identify these stories that simply aren't serving you and actually rewrite them, your entire reality and your results as you know them are going to change. Your actions are going to change. What you generate is going to change. There is no way around it. So the next question that you guys might be having is how do you make these new stories actually stick, right? This is a question I get asked a lot. You're, you want to put on a new thought. You want to exchange a previous limiting thought to something that's going to make you feel abundant and excited and positive and happy with where you are, right? The first thing I want to say about that before I share a really strong tip is that adopting new thoughts is not about marrying them and committing to them for the rest of your life. And when you go into it saying that this other thought, I'm going to be super mean to myself if I practice this negative thought and I don't constantly switch it out for the positive one, that's unrealistic. So instead, when you guys are thinking about new thoughts to try on, think about trying them on like clothes when you go shopping. You're just seeing how they fit. You're seeing how they look on you. You're seeing how they make you feel. Okay? So for every single negative thought or story that you're telling yourself, Run it through the model, see what results it's generating for you, and see what are some other sentences that I can switch out for this particular thought. So here's a super hack to making these thoughts really stick. What I find is it takes about 30 days to like permanently rewrite a thought, okay? And what I do to make that happen is I put these new thoughts that I want to practice and try on on post-it notes. And if you come to our apartment in Tel Aviv, we look like crazy people because we have post-it notes everywhere, okay? So if I'm trying to rewrite and adopt a new belief, that is written on a post-it note next to my bed. So the first thing when I wake up in the morning, I see it and I force myself to read it out loud. When I'm brushing my teeth, there's another post note that says the same thing on my bathroom mirror, right? Next to the front door when I leave the house and go to the office, right? I force myself to read it out loud. On my car dashboard, I see it, I read it out loud. I'll set it and I'll, as a, like the background on my phone. I see it on my phone, I read it out loud. It's not just about writing them down, but practicing saying them out loud to really solidify it in your vocabulary and making yourself comfortable. And what you guys will see is after you start doing this day after day with the compound effect, right? If you don't know about the compound effect, go back and uh, listen to the episode on that. You're going to see your brain begin to rewire and really internalize these new stories that are going to serve you and help you generate results so much faster. So that's what I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening to this unfiltered podcast episode. I hope you loved it. Now, before we sign off, I have a quick side announcement. If you are listening to this within the week or two that it actually comes out, otherwise this won't be relevant to you, Success Accelerator, our most popular coaching program, a 90-day intensive private coaching program, opens for enrollment. You guys, I am so excited about this. We only open up enrollment for this and accept applications four times a year. And this is the final time that you guys are going to be able to apply and get in the door in 2019. Don't give up on 2019 yet, friends. I know a lot of people are like, well, it's the holidays now, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever, right? And they sort of just say, my income is my income for the year. This is what I was able to achieve. You know, Jesus take the wheel kind of a thing, right? That is total bullshit. And that is a story that you're telling yourself that is completely not serving you. So 
if you guys are ready to really go deep in your business, if you are ready to build a solid, scalable foundation that will allow you to multiply your income, your influence, and your impact, then I really encourage you to apply for Success Accelerator. I don't want to go on and on with all the details right now. What I'm going to do is if you're listening to this right now in the show notes, I will include the link down below where you can get all the information and you can go ahead and apply. When you apply, you'll fill out a short application and then you'll get on a phone call and interview with us where we'll talk about it and see if you're a good fit and talk about what you specifically and your business can achieve. So go ahead and apply now. Also, if you have any questions, you want to talk about price, payment plans, any kind of questions that you have, we're an open book. So go ahead and book a call and we will talk about it then. Thank you guys so much. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll talk soon. Oh, 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 o